Okay, let's, let's begin with this. <clears throat> Maybe I ask, do you remember last week <clears throat> we studied, we say that th- there are three areas about Christ that will always be attacked. Do you remember what they are? Uh, Ellen? His words. What else? Um, Ignatius, huh? His deity. His, his deity, okay, um, yes, we'll cover that today. Um, his, how do they attack his deity? It's by attacking these areas, all right? So it will attack, they will attack the, his deity. What's the second one? Very good, his works. And then his? Yanwei, remember? The third one. Very good, his resurrection. All right, his resurrection. Now, when they attack his words, when they attack his words, what he say? When, he, when they attack his works, what he has done, and his resurrection, they are really attacking Jesus' deity. Okay, what is deity? Deity means Jesus is God. Okay, is God. So... Therefore, we must be able to um, defend this. And when we look at this area, you will see that they are always attacked. So, for example, his words. Jesus said many things that prove that he is God. But they will say no. Jesus' works of miracles abundantly prove that he is God. But they will say his, his miracles are just stories, fables, right? Then, when we cover the chapter on resurrection, they will say that Jesus only fainted and Jesus was uh, resuscitated uh, when, he came down, when they took him down from the cross. And all this is because they do not believe that Jesus is indeed God. Okay, so the Christian must be clear. Now, so today we are on what is called Christology. Christology. Christology is a very crucial part of the Christian faith. That's why we're called Christian, right? We are not called Godian, not just God. It is about Christ, the, um, the head of the church. So Christology, Christology means the study, the knowledge, the doctrines of Christ. Christians must be very clear about this. Because... This will always be attacked, and don't be surprised. One day, Isaac grows up, and then Isaac began to wonder, Mommy, Daddy, my friends say that Jesus is not God, and they may give him very convincing argument. Um, Veronica, will you believe that, will you one day doubt that Jesus is God? No. Okay, so I asked someone before also. Many years ago, there was, a, there was a student in our midst. I said, do you ever doubt that Jesus is God? He said, no, Jesus is God. And this person has been attending, uh, is, is, grew up in a Christian family, all right? Um, attended church in his own country, grew up among church people, then came here to study. <clears throat> we were doing um, the book of John. And then we covered on um, 
Jesus is God. And then I asked him, do you one day ever doubt that Jesus is God? He said, no, I always know Jesus is God. But then he stayed with a Muslim in a house in Perth as a student. Then over time, he stopped attending Bible studies and church. Then once he came, and then I talked to him, and they said, you know, actually, I really wonder whether Jesus is God or not. I, I wondered why he said that. Then he said, why do you say that? Then he said, my flatmate said this, said this. My flatmate showed me many things and asked me many questions. And yeah, actually, I don't think Jesus is God, you know. So the Muslims will not believe Jesus is God. The Jehovah Witness will not believe Jesus is God. Now, you may think that you are so strong. Jesus is God. I grew up in a Christian family. Phoebe, is Jesus God? Yes. How do you know? And if your child comes back home, Mommy, Daddy, my Muslim friends say, my Jehovah Witness friends say, this person I met say, and they begin to be quite convinced. Parents, are you able to show your child? Parents or children, are you able to be so clear in your heart that even when they say that your heart never ever moves, you're so sure. In fact, as the, as the person is talking in your heart, I say, everything that you're bringing up is, is false, is wrong, is so clear in the Bible. But the problem is, we ourselves are not so, so absolutely clear from the Bible that Jesus is God, that when we hear these things, bit by bit, we begin to wonder because they sound so convincing. So are you absolutely convinced that whenever people bring up all this, you're in your head, in your mind, you are unmovable, not because you are brought up in a Christian family, not because you come to a church. You are so clear because you know from God's word that Jesus is undeniably God and whatever they say is so wrong and you have all the answers from the Bible with conviction that Jesus is God. Do you understand? That is why we are covering this topic. I know it's early in the morning, but you have to be, you have to be very, very passionate about this. Like I shared the last time, we have people come to our church, I talk to them, they grow up in church, they attend church, they're very excited about the Bible study that they came to on Friday night. They were excited about the gospel message that was preached. But the moment I asked this person, is, do you believe that Jesus is God? Straight away he said, uh, I think he's a very good man and he's a very, very um, good prophet from God. Same for old folks home. So Christians, today I hope that after these BBK lessons, you will be absolutely clear. And please be ready to give an answer to your children. In fact, don't give an answer. Teach them repeatedly. And make sure they understand. And be ready to give an answer when you hear the doorbell ting tong and the Jehovah Witness is standing there. Help them to know that they are wrong about Jesus Christ, that they may be saved. Understand that. Okay? Not to give you big-headed, huh? not make you big-headed. So, now, first of all, his words. Let's turn to page 52. <clears throat> his words. Come quickly. <clears throat> here are the seven I am's. Actually, the six here, I need you to add one more. Jesus said 
seven I am's in the Bible. Seven I am's. <clears throat> the first one, look at page 52. Um, let's read together. Oh, I'll read to you. All right? Today we have to cover a lot of things, so I, if I can't finish, I'll move to next week. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. I am. Now, the seven I am's of God, of Jesus Christ, is very important. There is no religion founder, as far as I know, and as far as men also claim. There is no religion founder that would stand up and repeatedly claim <coughs> such claims. They may, they may claim that I am God, all right? but there are many disclaims that they cannot claim, and they do not do the works that Jesus has done. So let's read number two. Let's read together. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. He shall have the light of life. Founders dare not say this. They themselves are confused. People ask them, uh, can't answer. Can't give sure and definite answers about, about the truth. But he said, I am the light. Anything that you ask me, I can tell you. You will never walk in darkness. I have answers to everything. <clears throat> next. Okay, next one you need to add in chronological order. Right? I am the door, John 10, 9. I am the door, John 10, 9. That is, the sheep enters into the fold through Christ. All right, through Christ. Now, I am, let's read together. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. No religion founder will say, I, I am here to die for you. I will die for you and did die for the followers. But Jesus says, I give my life for you. I am again. Huh? Next one. Let's read. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Yes, people may claim that they are God, but they never dare to claim this. You believe in me, you will definitely come back to life one day. And I will come back to life. <clears throat> Next, I am. Let's read together. <clears throat> I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Again, many religion founders say, I am also seeking the truth. I am also trying to know the truth. I haven't reached the truth. There is a truth to be reached. There's a nirvana to be reached. But they never say, I am. The truth, the life. And no one goes to God except through me. No one dare to claim that. <clears throat> Next one. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. Again, I am the one that gives life. I am the one that supports life. I am the one that will protect you, keep you. No one dare to say that also. Because they themselves are going to die. They themselves have problems, have trouble that they cannot solve. So now, these, um, these claims are amazing. So by these claims... <clears throat> he is claiming to be God. Alright, so now, next one, look at point number four, his deity. His deity. Please be very careful when people say the divinity of Jesus. Your eyes should grow big, your alarm, your guard should come up. Now, sometimes people will use the word interchangeably, but there are some who know what they are doing. They will not use the word deity on Christ, they use the word divinity. Divinity means very divine, like, like, like God, like, but not is. Understand? All right, so, so, so one day someone say, wow, you look divine. What is the person saying? Just You look so wonderful, so beautiful, you look divine. But no one will say, you look like deity. 
Because deity is used specifically to say God. Understand that? Okay, so, so when you read books, they talk about the divinity of Christ guards up. See what they're saying. Sometimes they use it interchangeably, but be very careful. Some people know what they're doing. Now, there are um, one key verse that proves that Jesus is God, and Satan will make sure he attacked God's word to change it. A definitive verse. There are many, actually, but this is one of the key definitive verse. When I was at a dentist who's a Christian, they said, oh, you're the pastor of the church down the road. Um, oh, the BP, you only use KJV. See, people only think of BP as you only use KJV. I say, yes, we do, and for very good reason. And I say, no, it's all the same. And I say, no, Satan will try to create a Bible that will attack the divinity of Christ. Christianity is about Christ. That's also Christianity. Jesus is God. No, I say there is a verse in there that is purposely changed because there are people who, who make sure that key verses that prove that Jesus is God, we change it. Attack the words of Christ. Attack the deity of Christ. Now, which verse is that? 1 Timothy 3.16. Alright, at the back of your BBK book, uh, this chapter, you actually have some space at the end of chapter 5. You see one whole empty page? Okay, please use that. So you write this one key verse, 1 Timothy 3.16. So every time people doubt, you show this. The moment I take out KJV, the Jehovah Witnesses don't want to talk because they know I'll come to this verse. They don't want to talk. They will say, oh, you use KJV, you, we use NIV, RSV, whatever, the ESV. Okay? Now, 1 Timothy 3.16, let's read together. One, two, reading. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on in the world, <coughs> received up into glory. Now, when you read this, you cannot not think that it is about Jesus Christ, correct? Okay, look at this verse carefully, yeah? Now, uh, who was manifest in the flesh? It's talking about that this person was born, right? Turned up in the, in the flesh. So they say, oh, Jesus is a great angel. He turned up in the flesh. But they will still say, yeah, 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 he turned up in the flesh. <clears throat> um, justified in the Spirit, where the Holy Spirit came upon him and showed very clearly he is the anointed one. Seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. Do you they know that, oh, Jesus Christ is preached to the Gentiles? For sure. Believe on in the world, received up into glory. Jesus Christ um, um, uh, rose and flew into heaven, received up into glory. So no one will deny that this verse is about Jesus Christ. So what must they do? During the translation and the choice of text, <clears throat> the Unitarian fought very hard. In fact, the Unitarian should not even be on the translation committee. He fought very hard to make sure that this verse is changed. Use the corrupt text, the Alexandrian text. He fought to use the Alexandrian text because the Alexandrian text changed one word. Verse 16, instead of God was manifest in the flesh, it was changed to He. He was manifest in the flesh. He. He. <coughs> the word in Greek for God is Theos, right? Theos, Theos, not Theo, huh? Theos, 
Theos. Os can mean he. Say, so, oh, you know, they copy wrongly. Eh? The scribes copy wrongly. It should not be Theos. It should be Os. Then, ah, the, see the printing, not very clear. This word should not be there. Lah. This alphabet should not be there. So it becomes he. But all the texts, receptors, texts very clearly have the word Theos. It's the corrupt text, corrupted by men, that remove this. <clears throat> now, what is the difference? Look at verse 16. So please be able to defend this verse and use this verse because it's very powerful. God was manifest in the flesh. If this verse is about Jesus Christ, then Jesus is God, correct? If this verse is about Jesus Christ and it's simply He, then it does not prove that Jesus is God, correct? It's just He, what? It's just He. He is He. Well, He can be an angel, a very good prophet. So this very good prophet, this angel, this He, came down and was born in the flesh. This He was preached to the world. This, like people preach about Muhammad, Muhammad did not claim to be God. So Jesus Christ also did not claim to be God. It's just a great prophet was preached to the Gentiles. And this great prophet, well, God rose him and God lifted him into heaven. It's just a he. But the Bible says God was Jesus Christ. Okay? So this verse is very important. <clears throat> now, if the Jehovah Witness or the Muslims or your friends, Christian friends who do not believe that. They say, well, 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 uh, this is still debatable. Maybe it's he, maybe it's God. There are four, three or four arguments that you must be very clear in your heart that Jesus is God. I know the older generation sit here and say, ah, yeah, Jesus is of course God, lah. no need to cover because we all know. But many of your grandchildren, many of your young ones are going to go to church. They are going to meet Christians that say, Jesus is not God not necessary to be God. <clears throat> now, so, <clears throat> there are three or four things that <clears throat> you must be clear in your heart. And when they bring up, you must be so clear of the Bible verses and what they mean that you do not ever doubt. Okay, Jennifer, Ken, will you ever doubt that Jesus is God? You will if you do not know the Bible. Okay, you will. One day you will. Because we've met in so many, you will. This boy that came believed that Jesus is God, and when he came, he was probably about either late 20s, uh, early 20s, or at the most late, late teens. Right? 19, 20 year old boy. For 20 years, he believed that Jesus is God. <clears throat> but he only hear, he never bothered to see from scriptures. Okay? So please know. And this is what I'm trying to establish. So today he's not with us anymore. He do not go to church anymore, I believe. The first argument they often say, <clears throat> Jesus did not claim to be God. This one, all the youth 180 people will be able to answer very quickly. So, Jesus did not claim <clears throat> to be God. He said, <clears throat> I challenge you. And many Christians, when they hear this challenge, they actually shake and say, it is true. Maybe what church teach has been wrong. Maybe the Muslims have been right. The Jehovah Witnesses have been right. Jesus never ever claimed to be God. You show me a Bible verse where Jesus says, I am God. Can you find a verse like that? I think you cannot. Alright? So how? Kai, 
Did Jesus ever claim? Do you ever remain reading a verse Jesus said, I am God? Very difficult, right? He said, show me a verse that said Jesus said, I am God. <clears throat> well, he said, I am the Son of God. I am the Son of Man. But Jesus said, I'm Son of God. Jesus never said, I am God, right? Okay, Tess, Veronica, uh, Jennifer, did Jesus ever claim in the Bible, I am God? No. So why do you believe Jesus is God? Say again. Say again. Can't hear. Yeah, in the Bible, but, Jesus, but you just said Jesus never claimed to be God. Right? Jesus said, I'm the Son of God. So how? But I thought we covered that many times in Youth 180. Which chapter claims that Jesus claimed his God without a doubt? And everyone knew that Jesus is saying, I am God. Which chapter? Of which book? John chapter 10. Very good. So you write down John chapter 10. If they say Jesus never claimed, so argument number one. <clears throat> you write at the back of your, of your, of your chapter of 6. Huh? Jesus did not claim, did not claim to be God. Then you turn to John chapter 5 and John chapter 10. But John chapter 10 is, is easy. John chapter 10, let's turn there. All right, some of you may be familiar, so please bear with, bear with the lesson because there are some who are not. John chapter 10. Okay, let's... Now, Jesus just claimed to be the Son of God. So they say Jesus just claimed to be Son of God. He called God the Father. Right? He called God the Father. So now, let's look, let's read together from um, verse 20, um, verse 30 to verse 33. Are you ready? One, two, reading. <clears throat> Okay, so Kai, <clears throat> Jesus, and then the people pick up stones to want to stone him. Alright, people pick up stones, ready to stone him. Now, why did they want to stone him? From the verse. Because all the people around him, especially the Jews, the moment Jesus said, my father means he's claiming to be son of God, right? When Jesus said, I'm the son of God, not like we child of God, adopted child. Huh? They know what Jesus is talking about. The moment the Jews hear, Jesus said, I am the son of God. Every time they hear that, they say you blaspheme because when you say that you are the son of God and God is your father, that unique, unique relationship, you blaspheme. What is he blaspheming about? He say, being what? Being a, being a man. You claim to be God. The people knew that Jesus just claimed to be God. Now, why did not Jesus say, I am God? 
I ask you, wouldn't you, sometimes you read, yeah, Jesus, why don't you say I am God? Then we don't have all this problem, right? Why? Why don't you just say I am God? You see, if you say I am God, then we solve all this problem. Why? Um, ben, why? Maybe they mean, they think that if Jesus say, I am God, I am God, I am God, it can mean something else. It can mean something else. The Greeks have many gods. So you want to claim to be God, I can claim all you want. All those people in the Greek temple, they claim to be gods. You can claim whatever you want. Jesus has to make sure that he's going to say in a way that without a doubt to the people standing before him, he is claiming to be the God, the one and only living true God, which the Jews know that there is only one living true God. See, these people, they know that there is only one true God. They know. They know. And they see the Greeks talking about gods all the time. They, in their mind, ah, these people are so foolish. They are, they are not gods. There is only one true God, and that's our God. Now, so Jesus, if he simply said, I am God, it's, it's not definitive enough. Do you understand? We may think that it's definitive. So you must know the background. So when Jesus said, I am the Son of God, to the Jews, they know that when someone claimed to be the Son of God from the Old Testament, they know that he is claiming to be God. It's far more clear to the people that are hearing that he just claimed to be God than simply saying, I am God. Understand? Can you be clear? You understand? That is, if he simply say, I'm God, they may not take up stones to stone him. The moment he say, my father, the moment he say, I'm the shepherd, they know that claim, he just claimed this unique relationship, which means he is claiming I am God. That's why they want to stone him. So you ask the people, if Jesus did not claim to be God, why did they want to stone him? Why did the Jews want to stone him? Because the Jews themselves say very clearly in John chapter 10, verse 33, the reason why we stone you is because you being a man. They did not believe that Jesus is God. You are just a man. How dare you claim to be God? Jesus just claimed to be God in the most powerful, the, most, the clearest way possible. When he say, my father, I'm the son of God. Okay? Clear? So please be able to defend that, huh? So the second thing they will say is this. So now we know that Jesus claimed to be God. In the most powerful way, John chapter 10, in the most powerful way. Okay, you write John chapter 5. You go back and find and you read and you try to understand yourself. Now, John chapter 10. Now the second thing, they will show you Bible verses that Jesus say, God is greater than him. God is greater than him. You know, so they say, I show you, I show you from your Bible, all right? Jesus is not God. Jesus is not almighty because there is someone greater than him. If someone is greater than Jesus, means Jesus is God or not. Means Jesus cannot be God, right? Because someone is greater than him. That's why I say, see, Jesus is just a prophet because Jesus is just a prophet, a very special prophet. We don't argue with you. So the Jehovah's Witnesses say, we don't argue with you. Jesus very, 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 very good. Special prophet. But he's not God because there is someone greater. There's someone greater than him. Greater than him. So he cannot be God. Alright, so 
where are these? Um, and then he also say that Jesus has a head. God is Jesus' head. You see, Jesus, the head is higher than Jesus. God the Father is his head. Now you turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. Alright, so I write here, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3. So you write down in the back of your BBK book, every time the doorbell ring, every time you, you talk to your child, explain these verses. The next year, when we do this again, I will ask you. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, can, can we read together? 1, 2, reading. Ah, so they will open your Bible. They say, come, come, give me your Bible. I'll open and show you. The head of Christ is God. So Jesus has someone higher than him. So he is not God. All right, let's turn to John um, uh, chapter, three, chapter 13, verse 16. John chapter 13, verse 16. John 13, verse 16. Okay, fathers, can you do me a favor tonight? No, do yourself a favor. Do God a favor. Tonight, run through this lesson with your children and make sure they can explain back to you. You need to make sure that their hearts are so clear about this. Cannot just, I know it's John chapter 10, but don't really know what it means. Understand? So go through this for family worship tonight, this week, verse by verse, and ask your child, to explain back to you, it must be so clear in their heart because they will doubt. They will if they are not clear from the Bible. 20 years in a Christian home, one year here in Perth can change the person. They must be so clear in their heart. When they quote these verses, they open these verses, in your child's heart, I know what that means. You are interpreting it wrongly. Okay? Now, next. So these two verses. So how do you explain? Let's read John chapter 13, verse 16. Um, together, one, two, reading. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. So you see, you see Jesus Christ just said from his own mouth. It, Jesus Christ just said from his own mouth, I am not greater than the one who sent me, Right? He just said that. I'm not greater than the one who sent me. The one who sent me, which is God, is greater than me. So you see, your Jesus just told you he is not God. How to explain that? How? Digan Eugene, how? What happens if your child say that? Daddy, they say all this. It's true what is in our Bible. KJV also. How? How will you explain it? Very good. Jesus Christ is talking about function. In the Trinity, there are functional roles, right? We know that in Scripture, God the Father sent God the Son. God the Son and God the Father sent God the Holy Spirit, correct? They talk about that. God sent me. I sent the Holy Spirit. But we know, later on when we study further chapters, we will see Bible verses that Jesus is God, God the Father is God, Holy Spirit is God. 
But what happens if your child says, but daddy, still is greater. Greater in function means Jesus is not God. They have different roles, all right? Roles and function. How? Pay, how? If Isaac keeps saying, but daddy, greater what? Hate what? Yeah, function still, still means Jesus is lower. Because he, he has to be sent. He is not God. How will you explain? See, we are stuck, right? We are stuck. Is BBK basic? You suddenly realize not so basic. You can't answer this. You and the child ask you. How are you going to answer this? Justin, someone asks you all this, then your heart is palpitating, racing, pumping very hard, and then you <laughs> cannot breathe already. Then you begin to wonder, yeah, greater, you know, greater. Jesus has a head. So I think he's actually lesser. Maybe he's not God. I think I want to be a Muslim now. <laughs> How? What would be in your mind that you will answer yourself from scriptures? Wow, this... Can you repeat the question so you have more time to think? Uh? Just ask for more time to think. <laughs> okay, repeat. Okay. They show you that Jesus himself say God is greater. God the Father is greater than me. The Bible tells us that Jesus has a head. So Jesus must be lower. So, you, and then you say, yeah, like the church tell me function, function, role, function, function, role. But lower what? Lower means he cannot be God. God must be almighty, right? God must be supreme, right? Cannot be lower than anything, right? So how would, what, what would you do in your own heart? To quote scriptures and to settle your heart. Not repeating anymore. <laughs> how? Don't know also. So you're in danger, you know? You're in danger. Ellen, how? Your new wife comes back <laughs> and says the same thing. How? What would you answer? Head of the home, got to lead, got to teach. Jesus is still God. Jesus is still God. So easy. How do you know Jesus is still God? Alex? First John 5 7. These three are one. Okay, these three are one. But I say they are one only. What, right? You and mommy are also one, but you are man. She's a woman. <laughs> so they have no end to arguments. Ben, Benedict. Benedict, how? What would what were you quote in your own mind to say? I won't doubt. No doubt. Other evidence, which is the other very clear evidence? Okay, I don't waste time. Here, here. We just established why I chose to establish John 10 first. It, because John 10 establishes without a doubt Jesus claimed to be God. Right? His works, his miracles, very clear, he is God. So you go back. How do we know function means they are means Jesus is still God? Because Jesus claimed to be God. Jesus is God. 
He claimed to be God. So you say that Jesus did not claim to be God by saying there is one greater than him. You must go back to what you know Jesus claimed other, in other places, right? If Jesus in other places claimed to be God and in here claimed that someone greater, Jesus can't be contradicting himself. So when Jesus says, I am God, but yet say there's someone greater, then we know that function does not mean they are not equal in power and essence. Okay? Can understand or not? Okay? So it's like... Alright, so I just hope you understand. Go back to the very clear claims. Jesus claimed, I have someone greater, then it must be greater in function. Not that Jesus is not God. Okay? So that's how, you exp- that's how in your heart, Justin, can? In your heart, you go back to the same argument. Jesus claimed to be God. So he's claimed that there's someone greater does not mean he just claimed that he's not God. Ken, okay? Yanwei? Alright. Now, the third argument is is this. The third argument that Jesus is just a prophet. He is not Jehovah. I only have five, three minutes to do this. Okay, the, the last argument, Jesus is not Jehovah. Because they know that Jehovah is God. So the Jehovah witnesses, we are here to witness for God, the Jehovah God. And your Jesus is not Jehovah. How do you prove that Jesus is Jehovah? So I ask you all to prove a ting tong at your door, Ignatius. Jesus is not God. Jesus is not Jehovah. Who found the answer? No one. No one loves your Savior. No one. Anyone? Okay, turn to next week. <laughs> I don't rush through this. I want to show you very clearly that Jesus is Jehovah, without a doubt. Otherwise, like I shared last week, I have a colleague who believed that Jesus is God. Over time, listen long enough to Jehovah's Witnesses. Now he said Jesus is not Jehovah and therefore Jesus is not God. How do you explain that? Let us pray.